personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lee, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lieb. Wow, there's just a lot going on. I know we promised you last week that we're going to go into the process of getting into acquisitions of income-producing property. We're going to go over the commercial loan process. We got to do that next week because this week, Two major things happened for landlords. And if you're a landlord, you need to know about this. First of all, there was a case that was decided by the federal court in the Southern District of New York. You might have heard of that court. That's the one where Trump and um, and Barr just got rid of the head, the head, the U.S. district, the U.S. attorney. But anyway, it doesn't matter. So the Southern District of New York, it's called Elmsford Apartment Associates. And what they had this case about is about Cuomo. Here's what they were saying. They were saying Cuomo. You made this temporary uh, executive order on, it's 202.28, you don't need to know. It temporarily permits tenants to apply their security deposit to rents, and it temporarily prohibits evictions. You stopped evictions in COVID. This executive order in COVID stopped evictions, and they said, you know what? Court, you should stop Cuomo. This is, this, is a, this is a violation of the Constitution. They said there's a contracts clause, there's a takings clause, there's a due process clause. This is no good. Well, guess what? Cuomo won. The case was dismissed. The case was dismissed, and they can now, they can now, for, for a long time now, tenants are staying. They don't pay their rent. They stay. But I thought what was interesting about this case, Lauren, was not the case itself. Yes, Governor Cuomo in New York State has the legal authority in the Constitution to stop evictions for the time being, during a pandemic. But what was interesting is what the judge taught us about being a landlord. He had such interesting quotes. I just want to read you some of them. And it will make you have perspective. If you want to be a landlord, you need to have this perspective. Evicting a tenant, especially a residential tenant in New York, is a slow, cumbersome, and extremely tenant-favorable process, especially when compared to analogous procedures in other states. So if you're thinking about where to be a landlord, maybe one of the things that you should be thinking about is how costly, how time-consuming it's going to be in the state where you're becoming a landlord to evict someone. Now, does that mean that's a reason not to rent in New York State, Lauren? No, but I remember last year a ton of people went down to Florida to do rentals there because the restrictions were just not there. So... Yeah, you could go to other states. You could try different places. And what she's talking about in June, there was a Housing Stability and Tenant Protection Act from 2019, which was like a 70-something page new law that changed the whole rental scheme in New York. But that's not even the point. The point is, I thought what was interesting is that the court went further. They said the expected costs of foreseeable future regulation are already presumed to be priced into the contract formed under the prior regulation. What does that mean? What they're raise saying, your rent. raise your rents. That's <laughs> what the judge just said. The judge said, yeah, it's going to be annoying in New York to evict anyone. And when the tenant says to you, how come it costs so much? You say back to them because it's going to be annoying to evict you. I just see this as such a predicament here. You have to raise your rent, but then all these people are out of jobs. How are they going to pay? So I actually had that conversation with a prospect the other day. They said they don't have any money. They're complaining. They don't have any money. I want you to realize the judge went even further in this case. He, you know what the judge said in this case? The judge went even further and he said, I'm not going to give you the quote on this one. He said, you know what? I'll give you the quote. Nor does EO 202.28 suspend the landlord's right to initiate a common law breach of contract action in the New York State Supreme Court to address a tenant's failure to perform its payment obligations under his or her lease. You know what he's saying? I'm going to translate. Okay. In English. Sue please. them for money. 
And you said, but they don't have money. Well, did you know when you get the judgment, when you win the money, that's good for 20 years. So just because they don't have money today doesn't mean they won't. So basically what I'm hearing is if you're a real estate investor, you have to look at it the long haul and it's not just a, an immediate thing. And if it if you need it immediately, that means you're redlining and you shouldn't be managing that property. 100%. And what we're reading from this case, and I want to go more into this case, is what we're reading from this case is that in New York, as a landlord, you have to have reserves and expect to recoup your money in the future. And it's not about possession anymore when you're a landlord. It's not about evicting them anymore. It's about getting a money judgment because they breached your contract. Your lease is a contract. And we told you last week, and we'll tell you again, the key thing for a landlord to do is have what's called a holdover provision, which says if you stay after the term of this lease, your contractual rent payment goes from a base rent, let's say it's 2500 to a new rent, let's say it's 7500 So stay as long as you want, and I'll At see you for the day, money. It's all about the money, 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 money. So, you know, when you say money, 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 I'm money. Thinking, I'm thinking that we have to become cool again. We're going to take a little, so okay. we're going to well, take a break for a second. About money. There's no, no, lots seriously. of money in the Hamptons. Well, you say about the Hamptons, <laughs> because I, I have ringing in right now my man Eric File from Dantastic Hampton. So hold on. Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lieb. Presents, presents, presents. Dantastic Hamptons. With Eric File. Lauren, I got Eric File on the line. And I got to tell you, I'm into diggable planets right now. I'm just thinking to myself, but I'm cool like that. I'm cool like that. I'm cool <laughs> like that. It's da 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 da. You know, they, it's the it's the cool. And Andrew, you know, hey, don't quit your day job. It's July Fourth weekend, and there's no one you need to talk to more than Eric File over at Dan's Papers. Dan's Papers knows the cool. And Derek, Eric, what I'm saying right here, Derek, Eric, Eric, I can't even speak. I'm so cool like that. I'm cool like that. What I'm saying is that this is the summer of movies. You're cool if you're into movies. Can you tell me a little about that? This is really the summer of movies, as you say, my friend. It's this interesting flashback as we are in this new unprecedented time going forward. Drive-in movies have become the event out here in the Hamptons. It's really the safe way to do it. It's a great night out, whether you're a family, whether you're a couple, you go out, you pull in, you can pop the back of your car, you lay back, you're under the stars, you're watching, whether it's a vintage movie or they have some new movies coming out. And it's really a great way to have an outdoor Hampton summer experience that brings back this sense of nostalgia from the drive-in of 40, 50 years ago. So where's the cool place to do this? Is it Southampton? Is it East Hampton? Where are we doing this? Because I, I got to tell you, I like this. I can be a little antisocial, but I could still be in the scene. You know, they are actually all over the place. I mean, if you go to dancepapers.com and go to the calendar, there's a full list of every outdoor movie that is out there. And in, on the 17th of July, they're going to be starting a new one right in Southampton at the Elks Lodge. They used to have those big summer carnivals with the worldly gigs and all the crazy games on the Midway. AFTI, All for the East End, which is an incredible nonprofit organization that helps all the nonprofits in the five East End towns. They're going to be doing 12 nights of movies and concerts, and that's going to be an incredible show there. So I said, if you go to dancepapers.com, new movies are being added, whether it's the AFTI event, whether it's the SAG Cinema, whether it's another organization, these are popping up all over the place. And depending whether you want to go to the beach in Cooper's Beach, whether you want to pull up to a farm, they are a great, great way to experience it. And again, there's nothing like movies in the summer. You know, the whole idea of summer blockbuster movies, it's part of our culture. And it's yeah. a great way to kind of dive into it. I love that. And before we had you on, we were telling everyone that alcohol to go was extended to July 26th. So it sounds to me like I can get delivery of some nice alcohol and food on July 17th. And if I was going to get some alcohol, you have a list on dance papers of the places to go for wine and food. Can you tell me a little about that? 
Absolutely. So every year, Dan's Papers has done for more than a quarter century, Dan's Best of the Best. And this is really a celebration of the best businesses, best restaurants, best of everything on the East End. So for this weekend, we published the way to eat and drink your best summer. And most of these places now, they're starting to come back. They're open, whether they're doing outdoor seating, some indoor seating, takeout, like you said, the alcohol and the cocktails to go is a huge thing. So this is really a great resource to find how to eat and drink your best summer. So for example, a lobster roll. There is nothing more mm. and summery chic than a lobster roll. And yeah. the place to get one, Tell of me. course, if you're there in Amagansett, is lobster roll. Love that Everyone place. Knows the big oh. lunch sign. You know, the place is so famous, it, it was in the affair. I mean, it, it has a starring role show. in a Showtime series. It's awesome. So that is a must-go to. You've got to get a lobster roll there. On the North Fork, Love Lane Kitchen right there. In so Manitou, good. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible spot. You know, Love Lane Kitchen, I give them a little shout-out, too. I'm a big iced coffee fan. As you can tell from my energy, my perpetual fascinated <laughs> state. They were the first people I've ever seen to freeze coffee to use as a cube in an iced coffee. So smart. So smart. So smart. And that whole block is so cool. Like if you go up to the North Fork, Love Lane, if you've not been there, you could get parsnickety at that cheese shop on Love Lane. Oh, it's so, so. I ate so much cheese. I think I turned into a cube by the end of that time. I just love that entire block, Eric. It's just, it's the rebirth of cool, like diggable planets. I'm cool like that. I'm cool. It's so good. So what I want everyone to do is check out my man, Eric File, over at Dance Papers. You go onto the Dance Papers website. You go read the independent. You'll be in the know. And what I want everyone to realize is July 4th weekend is the start of the Hampton summer. You got a lot to live for. Thanks so much, Eric. Thanks for joining us for Dantastic Hamptons. Now, more, more. Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lieb. That was super fun with Eric about these. fun. And you know what I was thinking? Do you have to wear a special hat to go to these movies? There's so many cool dress codes that you have in the Hamptons with these parties that all, all the girls are like, what do you wear? I like to wear sweatpants when you go to That's these not things. not Hamptons etiquette. No, I've been to some of these things and just because it's me. I just do what I do because I, I rock my vibe. I don't care what the vibe of the place is. You wear the fancy hat. We have a few of these from the Dan's events. They've given out the hats before. Yeah, but I didn't go and buy the hat. Dan's gave me the hat. It's true. It's where the sexy's <laughs> at. But I have to mention, he mentioned the Dan's best of the best. You know, my law firm, Leave a Law, we won for multiple years as the best law firm on the East End. We moved our offices to Smithtown. We used to be out there. Yes, we moved our we office. Drew our application yeah, we thought it was the process. It was unbecoming to try and be the best law firm in the Hamptons when you're the not Hamptons located. Still always in us. We love it. Our favorite clients are in the Hamptons. I mean, I just well, love our it. life is the Hamptons. Yeah. We're going out this weekend. We're going to be at Bath and Tennis over in West Hampton all weekend. It's where the party is at. And I have to tell you, our real estate holding started off in that area. We have a strip center out in East Mariches. We just love it out there. And what we're learning, and what I was saying before the break is with Eric. Before I had Eric come on, is that the whole key to being a landlord is. Stop thinking about the eviction. Start thinking about the fact that you're going to get a money judgment. That's the key. And did you know that on June 30th, this week, there was a new law in the state of New York called the Tenant Safe Harbor Act. And what it is is a new defense for an eviction proceeding that says, if you're getting evicted for a non-payment and you have a financial hardship from COVID-19, you can stay or stop the eviction. You'll still owe the money judgment, but they won't evict you. And you know why? Because there's going to be a major issue with homelessness. And I want to come back after the break and I want to talk about that. I want to have a heart to heart with everyone about how important this is because we got to run there, commercial coming up. But I want to talk about how there's policy decisions to go about with homelessness and how it might make sense. And landlords, we have to have a little bit of a heart. We'll be back. This is 
is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lieb. Find us on social media at Listen to Lieb or visit listentolieb.com.